What's up, everybody? So we're back with another episode of the Swift Podcast. Today, I bring you a very special guest of mine, um, DJ Geo, Geo, business owner, GBE Events, a friend of mine since 2009 from the good old rider days. Um, we go back like no other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the best way to explain it, this yeah. kid is a legend, entrepreneur, um, and again, a dear friend of mine. So this has just been a... A, a special moment for us. Um, we were, took us a while to get here, but Gio, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, and thank you for the granite. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> What's going on, brother? How how you feeling today? Good, man. I mean, you know, things should always be better. I mean, <laughs> you know, but it is you know what? what it is. Got to keep positive. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I brought you on to the show to talk about entrepreneurship and mental health, but I want to pause that for a second and i want to go back to something you did a couple months ago or i think a month ago i want to talk about what you did for that school a school so school donation drive with oasis yes so that's what i want to talk about first so primarily because when i was sitting here waiting for your ass to get on i was like this kid so for for those of you who don't know Gio has a very successful DJ company. There's a lot of wedding planning. So huge in the entertainment business. It took Gio 25 minutes to figure out how to turn the camera on, on his computer. To get on. <laughs> <Call me out. laughs> and I was sitting here like, what do I do? Um, but no, Gio, I want to talk about the donation. And I think that'll kind of lead us into everything else. Being in the entrepreneur business, you're, you're, um, because of the pandemic, you really haven't been able to do what, you're, what you love to do because of things were shut down, weddings were happening, but you still gave hope to people that were hopeless at times, especially in that area with the school donations and so forth. So what was the outcome of that? And I know you and I talked about it um, gotcha. plenty of times and it was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, so um, the, the donation drive stemmed, originally was supposed to be launched in September, in the beginning of September. Um, but it was also around, you know, during the pandemic, my, my industry got hit hard. Like we lost almost every account, every job, got, every wedding got rescheduled, canceled. And, you know, obviously everyone's prioritizing their health. Um, but I wasn't able to actually get going with the um, donation drive, um, not for anything holding me back, um, but it's more more of a, being in the right place mentally to make sure that if I'm going to go through it, I'm going to be a hundred percent doing it. So um, it took me until I think the end of October, November to really, you know, kick things up, uh, do the video campaign. And, and um, there's this organization in Patterson, New Jersey um, with one of my former brides, um, Jessica Hill, who worked for, I believe school number two in Patterson um, for elementary age students. And she recommended okay. this organization. It's for women and children. Um, and I guess my mind thought was in November because I'm November is one of our slower months and in a pandemic, it's non-existent. Um, so instead of sitting back and sulking in depression for me, like if I'm not moving and if I'm not grinding, like 
I can probably spiral down, you know, like in some dark places. So for me, it's always, and especially in this business, as a business owner, I've always prioritized, like in my heart, no matter how successful um, I am or can be further along down the line, um, mm -hmm. that my heart was always for the community and giving back to the community, whether I have, you know, $2 in my name or 200,000 or 2 million, it doesn't matter. Um, but for me to keep hope and positivity during the pandemic was, you know, to be able to bring essential things to students like in Patterson, New Jersey, underprivileged um, to because, you know, they're stuck at home. They're in they're in situations that are um, unprecedented in, in terms of like knowing whether they're going to be at home or at school, um, worried about their health. Um, a lot of family situations going on. Parents can't afford to pay their kids foods and school supplies and whatnot. So this donation really honed in on, you know, gathering up supplies and materials that teachers need and students need, like school supplies, uh, you know, um, PPE and, and hand sanitizer and all that stuff. Um, and then we were able to deliver it just in time, I believe, two or three days before Christmas to the Oasis Foundation. That's awesome, man. How did, how did it feel? Uh, it's... I, I always find joy in giving things to others and, you know, bringing smiles and things to other people. Um, and, and there's a whole, there's a whole psychological aspect to it. Um, but I, 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 it's just my, who I am. I'm always about, you know, putting a smile on somebody's face or giving back to underprivileged, you know, because there's situations that can always be worse than yours. And that's, and he said it right there, folks. I think that's the beauty of the story and the beauty of this man in front of me. I've known Gio for a while and I can tell you he hasn't had the easiest life and I won't exploit him, but I will exploit certain parts during this episode. But I think that's what the pandemic did. And part of the reason why I started my podcast was to show you the local heroes of my life that are not celebrities. By all no means is Geo a celebrity, by all no means has this story ever really launched social media or just the, the, the media in general. But I've seen stories of people giving deaths to people and that made the CBC News and SBC News and BBC and all this jazz. But this story went under the radar. However, to me, it was a little bit more touching because a, a dear friend of mine did it. We all were a big part of this campaign, but mm -hmm. he helped an organization and he helped a town that's kind of under the radar. And that's all it's what it's about. It's kind of doing it without really caring about the publicity. It's doing it because you have a good heart to do it. And that kind of takes us in the transition of like mental health. So this pandemic happened. You and I had multiple conversations on yes. the phone of like, dude, I'm not working. What are you doing? What do we do? What's going on? We're not making any money. And we both sat there like, bro, we went to school. Like, I owe Ryder money. You owe Ryder money. It's like we have all this to do, but we we had this sense of joy regardless of what. And I think mental health was something you launched in your or in your feed and you talked about. Um, and I think that's a very key component in overcoming what we are still going through it hasn't ended yet right we're seven days into 2021 and shit just hit the fan again and you're like what's going yeah. on <laughs> well it took a toll on me but i think it took a toll <laughs> on everyone yesterday like whether you felt yeah. anger or your sadness or whatever you were feeling it definitely touched on everyone 
I think that's what it is, right? So I think mental health and part of the, the SWIFT podcast, so the W stands for wellness. And in, in my eyes, wellness is also mentally well as well as physically well. Um, and I've seen some of your content that you put out there about mental health. And I'll tell you for a fact that if you aren't taking care of yourself mentally, are you really healthy? Are you really fully well? I think mental health is something underlooked. Um, so for me, right, I've been going into more meditation, box breathing, stuff of that sort. So what have you done? Because I know you were in a different position than I was. You had a lot more going on. But at the same time, mm-hmm. talking to you, you and I had similar stories, just different time frames. Yes. Um, we both cope differently. Um, I yep. ate a lot more cupcakes than you did, I'll tell you that much. But <laughs> <laughs> You work it out more than I do, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what, what was your go-to? What were you, what were you doing? What was the... To say that I'm an expert in handling mental health in my, in my own situations, um, I find myself coping in different ways, ways, but there's, you know, there's days where I'm lost, where, there, you know, where I'm, I am depressed, where I'm spending a day in bed and not realizing why I'm not getting up. You know, it happens. Like, I'm pretty sure it happens to a lot of people. Um, I just never want it to happen to me because I've always been a grinder and a hard worker. Um, but you know we can't control what we can't control sometimes um except um putting a a a strong foot forward and and being self-conscious that you have the capacity to control your emotions and your feelings and and whatnot um if you you know if you really you know keep the mindset that if you want to be if you want to feel happy um or whatever um you just have to have that kind of you know really think and 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 basically put it out there um so yeah so how i cope with situations um you know being that you're in the fitness industry and i i i enjoy fitness that's a way of coping for me (laughs) you know like where there's there's a there's a whole um uh, physiological aspect behind of why why people feel good going to the gym absolutely you know, um, and we're not going to get to the hormones and whatnot, but um, it, it gives me something. I enjoy fitness. I enjoy the results from, you know, dedication and work. Um, so that's what keeps my, keeps me happy. Um, but we, all, we sometimes we have to dig deeper in that because some people go to the gym to hide emotions, you know, um, which I caught myself doing sometimes, you know, I'll go to the gym and work out too hide a feeling that I don't want to feel. If I go to the gym, I'm not feeling it because I'm focused on something else. So that's like, you know, distracting yourself from digging really deep into the problem or whatever, whatever it is. So yeah, during a de- uh, pandemic has amplified whatever the feelings I'm feeling, whether it's depression or it's happiness or, but uh, my main, my main um, tunnel vision is to remain optimistic and, and, uh, inspiring and helping others and, and the, the the big thing for me is helping others because again like although i'm i'm you know at the brink of like my business on the brink of like <laughs> collapsing you know during a pandemic um i will never let it collapse because that's just who i am you know like i will do whatever i need to do to keep it afloat um but um yeah i, I feel like i'm talking in circles but uh it's just the the the, the outlook of optimism and 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 helping others is what keeps that's how i cope that's how i keep going because i know like i'm in an apartment like 
you know, I have electric, I have water, I have food. And those are the things that we forget to appreciate because I've been in places where they don't have the, the, the bare essentials. So um, anything that I can do to relieve that hurt and pain from anyone else, I will do. Yeah, I agree with you. It's funny, right? Yesterday I read a quote um, about like, stop complaining because you have everything in front of you. You don't need what you can't have. And I think sometimes that's the most overlooked aspect as human beings. We always wanted want, want, want. I know you and I talked about what the pandemic really did for us. It told us what we should really care about and what really matters the most, right? Mm -hmm. Your health, your family, the, the loved ones. And it made you realize how underprivileged certain people just in your own community could be. And it also showed you the sense of community. I know locally in my community, like in Hamilton, a lot of guys were coming out supporting small businesses, helping small businesses, and they're still doing it because those are the people that were suffering the most. And I know you personally, and obviously I know you have a business to run. And I know for you, your business, it just, we couldn't do much. It, there wasn't much going on with how things were running, how things were playing. Yeah. Um, and you, you had the this whole aspect of like, what's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen next? And I think that definitely played a role, but I, I, I applaud and I respect the fact of how you recovered and how you're still uprising. I think you're still, you know, we still have a long way to go because you missed almost a year of work, yeah. but you're still the same Geo. And that's what I love about this guy. So for those of you who don't really know him, like I know him, he does not change. No matter what the insight is, no matter what he's going through, no matter what he's feeling, um, we see each other maybe once every two, three years. I think this year we set a record last year. We saw twice a year, but like <laughs> our friendship has been a point where we've gotten kicked out of restaurants, yelled at at restaurants. Um, Ryder, we were the two biggest clowns known to men and that's who we were, but it never changed. No matter what we felt, no matter what we were going through, it was always the same persona you received it was always the same attitude you received and it was that optimism and they always say energy is always attract yes. and that's why our friendship has been that way because of our positive energy towards each other so no matter what we were going through the outcome was that and even during the pandemic we talked to him like yo bro like i got nothing to do and all i know is what to do 24 7 like i'm sitting in my house twiddling my thumbs what, what should we do yeah. um i guess being an entrepreneur uh, and if i was in his position i'd be the same way like having your own business is hard to begin with but then having it but not being able to work but it's still established so you're in like this awkward pickle like where do i go what do i do you're essentially doing full-time work beyond full-time hours into the night for no gain for you know just because like, as a business owner you're supposed to market you're supposed to do everything you need to do but people don't realize you know especially when they're asking for discounts during a pandemic <laughs> you know <laughs> Um, that we work a shit ton of hours for nothing, you know, because it's our passion. Just like, you know, your, the personal training and the fitness is your passion. Mine is entertaining and the wedding and, and, and life events. I think, I think you hit a, a trigger in most trainers, small business owners and coaches life of when people ask for that discount and they don't realize what happens. Like for me, I have a doctor, I have six different certifications. I put a lot of knowledge into my education. I put a lot of thought and money into my education. So I'm gonna charge the price that I think is appropriate, right? Like in the clinic, they charge the price that's appropriate for the amount of work we put in. So 
if you undervalue yourself, then yeah, go ahead and give yourself a discount. But I never did that. And I feel like for you the same way, especially now during this time where most of the people that are asking for a discount probably were still working. Yes. And probably yes. still had a job. Like, listen, listen, sweetheart, I get it. You want that discount, but you had a job for a year. Your boy was laid off. Like I didn't have money coming in. Like the yep. same thing for you. And I think the work that you put in. So if you guys check out GBE events and look at Gio's content for weddings and quinceaneras, is that how you say it? Uh, quinceaneras, sweet 16. Go, I, Basically, any yeah, yeah. yeah, and look at any of his events, but look at the the, the photo bombs and the, the, the fog that comes out and then Gio dancing and all this. Yeah, there's a lot of thought and process going to. I've been to a lot of weddings and I'm not just saying it because he's one of my closest friends. I don't fluff this because if he sucked, I'd be like, yo, Gio, you suck. And he knows that. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he knows that. Yeah, no one's, facts. no one's hiding that. Um, yeah. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of thoughts. I would never ask for that. I asked Gio to be DJ for my wedding, but then we went away from that because he's probably going to be in the wedding if I ever get married and decide that route. But like, it's, it's the value that you buy. So for those listening, realize that one thing, like he said, for months, he was working with no leads, no end, just continue to promote. And he put a lot of value and thought into those promotions. So why are we going to be the ones like, Hey, let me, cut you down a little bit especially when, when they're you know they're your friends and there are people you've you know grew up with you know or whatever i get it everyone wants a discount i get it i understand but where people lack and i think people i think mentally lack is empathy and and being able to put your head space into somebody else's headspace you know like you know like being in the you it's blatantly clear that we are struggling in the entertainment and live events industry. It's, it's one of the biggest industries in the United States and it's overlooked, you know, like they're, yeah. you know, it's overlooked by the government. It's overlooked by a lot of people, you know, your Broadway shows, like everything gone. Um, and all these people put their talent and their work and, and their hours auditioning and, and practicing and rehearsing and, and putting out this content and just like you as a business owner doing everything you need to do and you're limited to contacting, you know, you're, you're with contact with your clients or whatever. Um, and then, and, and then just, I feel like it's kind of an insult and a slap to the face to say like, I want it for half off. I was like, Absolutely. I haven't been, I've had been working in a year, you know, and you've had your job and you've probably been given more hours you know, working in your job and, and have the luxury of staying at home and, and still getting the same pay or increased pay and whatever. It, it's not about that. It's more of a, the lack of empathy, which I find a little, a little messy, you know? I had a, I saw a video of a friend of mine on Instagram and he's a private business owner. He has a great gym right in Lawrenceville. And he went on a rant about that same thing you said. He goes, people come up to him and he's a good trainer. He's a really good trainer. I've seen some great results with him. Um, his name is Dave. He does, he does really great work. And he's like, don't come in here asking for a discount. Don't, period. Like, I'm not going to give it to you. And it's straightforward, as simple as that. There's people that will give you discounts, right? There's people that will be willing to drop their price for the value. But yeah. it's what it's say. You pay what you get, right? You pay for it and that's what you get. Like, if I'm going to yeah. go, oh, if I'm going to go to walmart 
and buy a pre-workout. It'd be like $10. Great. I'm going to go and throw up the next minute or I'll go to like, I shop most of my stuff at Aries and I get some content, great quality supplements that I need and I feel better about it. So do you cut yourself short of the food and stuff that you buy? Do you cut yourself and do you go for the cheaper stuff or do you buy the quality stuff? You're going to put quality stuff in your body, right? You're going to put quality stuff for you. So put quality content out there. So put quality things into it and people like give you quality, give them what they're worth. Um, And the company I work for at Breakthrough, they're they're great about that too, right? They always tell us like, this is what our our self-pay rate is because this is what you guys are worth. This is what we, we acknowledge. We acknowledge your knowledge. We acknowledge everything you're doing and that's what it should be about. So I applaud you for not giving discounts. And I know we always try to help a friend out. I know I've helped out friends all the time. I'm like, yeah, just come by. I'll do this. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't pay me. But at some point, like, listen, like there's only so many favors you can do in a day, you know? A a good for me, and it's how I judge character, is a good friend will, if they, you know, if they're a good friend and they're happy for your business, they're going to invest into that business. They're going to support you and not ask for a discount. Those are true friends because they want to see you, you know, they need your service and they want to, and they want to invest into something that their friend is passionate about. So I would never ask a friend for something for free or a discount because I don't believe in it. I think that's the, the moral of the story is the, the, one of the pandemics. So again, for those listening, what you have is you have a business owner who's been working day and night for a business he can't run right now because of the pandemic and all the, the stops and all the shortages of betting venues and so forth and still trying to help the people with the kindness of heart and still trying to protect his business as much as you can. I think that's what it comes down to is protecting yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of out for themselves at the same time, right? They're like looking out for each other and so yeah. forth, but are they really truly looking out for you? That's a key, key component for loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's a judgment of character, but I think as we've gotten older, We've gotten wiser to that. We've gotten wiser to that. But I think it all comes back to the mental stage of ourself and our well-being, right? A couple of years ago, you asked me for certain things. I'm like, eh, maybe I'll give it to you. Now you ask me, I'm like, listen, I know what I put myself through for all these years. I know what my value is. And at the yeah. right place, at the right time, your value will never be overlooked. And that's what you chase, right? That's the true meaning of life in a sense of like, that's what you really want. If you have the value, like I saw a video of a, um, a priest and he brought a, remember, I think I shared it with you, a $20 bill and he crumbled a $20 bill. He threw it and he asked the girl, do you still want it? He goes, yeah, he stomped on it. Do you still want it? She goes, yeah. And then he tore it up because you still want it. She goes, yeah. And he goes, cause it never lost his value. Moral of that story is you've been beaten. You've been told you can't work. You've been able to do X, Y, Z. You still never lost your value as a human being and as a DJ. You're still valued the same way and you're still respected the same way, right? And that's how we should always be looking at ourselves of how we are. We'll never lose our value unless we truly believe we lost our value. And when you start to lose your value, that's when you're okay with giving yourself the short change of things, right? Um, That's how I see it, you know? I don't know how we got on this topic. This has nothing to do with our scripted you know what? words. Not so. off ideas, and it, it all ties in kind <laughs> of way, you know? <laughs> but no, I agree with you, man. And again, I, I applaud you for you. the stands you've been taking because, again, that's what, for me, you coming on the show is just enough. But yeah. there's always an insight in our conversations, right? Uh-huh. There's always that, like, that people don't understand that. And they just don't get it, you know? <laughs> I, I, uh, 
every conversation, I gotta say, every time I have a conversation with you, I leave learning something or I leave with some kind of inspiration or I leave. And those are the people that you want to keep around the people that inspire the people that I'm, I, I, and I've always said this, like in, even in my custom company masks, I put energy, energy, equality, unity, um, because other state, those are points that I really hone in on. And why I put energy, you know, first, it's not because of the energy of level of entertainment, because I do, I entertain, I give 100% of my energy. But energy is an attraction towards me, towards someone. And I've always found a way to connect myself unknowingly with somebody that are, you know, lifelong, like great people. Like, Saqib, I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have stuck around if my <laughs> energy did not say this yeah. person was a good person. You know, like, Absolutely. Absolutely. I have, uh, I, 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 don't know if everyone has that sensation, but I can feel when somebody is of good character and brings that, you know, I'm not expecting you to bring value into my life, but I expect you to be someone who will uplift me just like I would uplift you regardless of, you know, whatever position we're in in life, I'm always going to make you do your best, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And I, I agree with you. And that's what, that's the beauty of our friendship and the beauty of life and how good friends will always be good friends. But that kind of takes me into how I always wrap up my podcast for those who've been watching. So I'm going to put Gio right on the spot without a warning. And Gio, I want you to give the viewers and the listeners your three pieces of advice. Okay. So we talked entrepreneurship, we talked mm -hmm. value, we've talked mental health, we've talked our friendship and uh, the trust and bond we have, but three big advices for someone that's going to be put in your position. So an entrepreneur that's still kind of fighting to make it to the top because of the pandemic, someone yeah. who kind of goes through these mental battles on a daily basis and how to overcome those challenges and obstacles and really the true judgment of a character, right? I think you do a great job of that, your circle around you and the judgment of that. Like I still kind of lack that in a sense, right? I still don't always have the best people in my circle, but I'm getting there. And then you do a better I, job than I do. Um, so you, you have the floor. You, you tell us your three. My three. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you recap? Like three, like what I find important? Three, three, yeah. three that you find that important in terms of someone going for mental health, entrepreneurship, and overall creating value within a, a friendship. Or I, I think, okay. I, I think number one is whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, um, whether it's a business, whether it's, you know, reading a book or whatever it is, is to have a clear mindset and a, 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 a true passion for what you're doing. Like if you're in a position, you're working and you're not happy, why you got to really think why you're in that position. Like um, to, 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 to live happy, you have to be doing something that you're enjoying. Um, because no one could ever pay me enough to sit in a, in, you know, in, in a cubicle because I'm, you know, I'm an, I very social. I'm very, I'm an entertainer. Um, you can't pay me enough to be sat in a location where I'm feeling miserable because that ties into your mental health as well. Like, yes, the money is great. You know, like you have a steady in, you know, like I, I could, you know, see myself, you know, being comfortable, just floating through life, getting my weekly paycheck, my health benefits and all that. But it's not what makes me happy. You know, it's not my passion. Um, so if you're not chasing and, and doing what you're really passionate about, um, you really step back and think why you're in the position that you're in 
and and really try to hone in on what you're really into and then make that your source of income find a way to make it your source of income make it your life because that's what you really value um another thing uh, point two other than passion is uh <laughs> is he, i think it's human uh, again I'm, I'm a social person so i'm very like very much into um learning about people i'm into compassion and i'm into I'm very, I think I'm an empath because I put myself in people's headspaces all the time. Um, and, and I could step back to like, you know, some deeper level of, you know, uh, other things going on with myself that we could always, you know, talk about later in another deeper podcast. But, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, I think what I, um, net like meeting people, networking, um, learning about them, uh, and really finding ways to, um, I guess, add value to their lives. If, you know, especially if they're sharing information and knowledge and, and things that bring value to your life. So I think like your networking and, and your social interactions is very important. Um, so um, that'd be compassion and empathy. Um, and the last thing is to just have, um, what's been keeping me through the pandemic is optimism and just uh, the grind. Um, I don't feel fulfilled as a person. If you know, if there's a day, there's there are days where, you know, I'm de I do have the feeling of depression. I don't feel motivated. It happens. I think it happens to everyone. Um, so never think that it's just you. Um, you know, when when it's a consistent long thing, maybe you should you know seek some kind of help. And there's, you know, there's no shame in asking for help because I've done it myself. Um, but to have that drive the hustle the grind um and i forgot what i said before but that is what keeps me going through the pandemic um in terms of uh the you know the business side of things and, and being able to wake up every morning and feeling like you know i have i have a purpose i have something to do that will help me uh grow as well as other people because you know what? And my company isn't just about me. It's about, I also think about the people that I pay, you know, like I want that. They, I have young guys that really want to get out there that are really asking me, Hey, can I practice here? Can I do this, that? And it's not about me. It's about, for me, I get joy in seeing, you know, this 17 year old DJ that really wants to go out there and learn and, and seeing him fulfill what his dream is. Like, so that is what keeps me going. Wow, that's a uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that got that got deep. That's why I love you, brother. Yeah. Um, and there we have it, folks. So I'm gonna take the the floor and finish with my closing statements as per usual. But there's not much left to said here. The everything Gio has said has been the light, the halo light that's shining on me has been my life for almost ten years. Knowing this young man, um, he's actually older than me. But, uh, <laughs> So, <laughs> but it, it's true, right? So we yeah, talked yeah. entrepreneurship, we talked mental health, we talked companionship, we talked friendship. And what does it come down to is one self-love, right? Loving yourself to know that you can do everything, but it's the companionship. It's having someone in your network and having someone in your drive to always motivate you. No matter what your goal is, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, 
if you just want to be a regular person doing your day-to-day job and you're consistent with that, fine. You should have a vision, but you should always remember your passion and drive it. I have never chased money in my life. I've always chased my passion. And Gio knows all the jobs I've went through and where I've worked and what I've done and where I am today. And he can speak for you and vouch for it. I won't go on that tangent. And I think he's the same way. He's always chased his passion. And if you chase your passion, everything else will follow. But when you really chase your passion, the energy will follow. The optimism will follow. And the consistency will follow. Because you're doing something you love to do. And I think that's the moral of this entire podcast. We didn't really have the script of what we were talking about. I was like, Gio, I just want to get you on the show to get you on the show. Because yeah. you're Gio. And I love you, right? Yeah. That's all we said. You're but awesome. if, you, if you really, really listen to what he said, and if you really hone in on all those things that were t- talked about today, we, we chased and we talked and we led to one thing, it's passion. I think that's the biggest lesson we're going to get out of today's podcast for you guys is staying true to your passion no matter what happens. Staying true to what you truly believe in no matter what obstacle is in front of you. If you're passionate about that goal, if you're passionate about that dream, let that be it. If you take your heart out and you put it on the table and you put every ounce of effort into chasing that, there shouldn't be anything stopping you. The only thing that's going to stop you is your mentality. But if you're chasing something you love and you want to chase, then that mentality is in the positive mindset. So it all kind of linked together, right? If I use his story as an example, he's a DJ, pandemic hit, he couldn't work for a year and he's still trying to find work because weddings still aren't allowed in Jersey. For those of you who don't know, Jersey's got some, it's a hub. There's a lot going on in Jersey. And to work in Jersey right now is a hard task to do. But the passion is existent, the grind becomes existent. No matter what, when you really build something with passion, you don't wanna see it come down. And I think that's the best lesson you have without even realizing it, right? When you really hone in, and this is where listening really comes into play, when you really put pieces together of the puzzle, that circle completes itself. And I think that's the truest lesson you can get out of it with all three of those devices he gave you, right? Be passionate, be consistent, have a great network, have a good support system, be optimistic. But it all starts with where your passion lies and what you're going to do. And with that, folks, I want to conclude today's episode. So thank you for tuning in. You will see Gio again for a random conversation. That's just going to happen. I guarantee you he'll probably have the most episodes with me, but that's just who we are. Um, and we started this back in 09, and we probably won't change this until we get to our grave. So, and Gio, thank you for coming. To- value. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, brother. Um, and I'll see you soon. All right. Mad love. Bye. Bye.